0: Welcome to Season 3, Episode 9 of Four Seasons and a Funeral, the show where we go back and watch shows that had four good seasons and a Fringe next episode clue of a fifth season. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 9 of Fringe, Marionette. My name is Charlie and joining me today are Nick and David.
1: Hi, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm David.
0: Was that a fine placeholder this week?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I figured
0: David would like it.
2: It was as disappointing as a lot of those uh, next episode (laughs) clues are.
0: Well, that's I the thing. Just... is there's, I'm sure there's highlights in Season 5, and sometimes we go, oh, that's a good next episode clue. But far and away, David just screams.
1: It's because they're terrible and I hate them. I'm also <laughs> eating a Pizza Pocket audience. So that's why I sound weird.
2: God damn it, David. <laughs> it's also really great, Charlie. You, uh, I- I'm guessing my internet was a little bit like fucked for the intro there, because you sounded very sped up to me. Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: It you was great. I was like, really oh, it fast. sounds like I'm
2: listening to Charlie at like one and a half speed. So audience, if you're listening at one and a half speed, I, I know what it feels like with the intro at least. <laughs>
1: you know, That's how Discord does it. If you have a bad connection. Yeah, yeah it, to it caches and then speeds yeah.
0: you up instead of yeah. being like, no, you lose this. Yeah. yeah, you still get the audio, sort of.
1: <laughs> Which I mean, works really well for like having conversations, not have weird, awkward gaps where people yes. are waiting because of delay. So like, yeah, kudos yeah. to them for figuring that out did Microsoft can... just buy Discord
2: or recently? Did they actually buy them or were they putting in I like know there is, like $10 billion. I
0: know there was a bid on for them. Oh, okay. I was kind of hoping they were, yeah.
1: Microsoft's actually not been that bad in the last couple of years. Like literally in the last two years when it comes to um, buying companies. They, they, they're no longer Googling companies that they buy um, well, that's in the last good. two years. Like they're actually performing like updates and they're keeping things open source actually because studio code i believe is mostly open source eh and they've Uh, done a studio code
0: studio code is fully open source windows terminal is fully open source. Yeah. and I love Windows Terminal, and
1: they're both real good applications and products that have lots of support. And they've like I think come out in the last two years of Microsoft. So Microsoft... Microsoft's actually doing a pretty good job nowadays when it comes to software, well, which is shocking. Well, Microsoft has fully.
0: You can even see it through the Xbox branch. Is they've completely gone away from you have to buy our stuff to use our mm. stuff and like they're proprietary just kind and deep. they. Well, no, they went, oh, hey, Azure's bringing us in billions of dollars every year. Let's just make products and hope yep. people host them on our cloud services. And well, that leads to their entire, like, development and programming environments are so much better than they used to be.
1: Well, that, they're also just trying to do a subscription services for everything, eh? Yeah. And it's Which like, hey, I look.
2: Have, I don't like, but, you know, I understand why it's a good business model.
1: Yeah, but it, it also means
0: for, like, end users, like, any developers who want to code on windows and you're like oh hey look i'll use net five it also comes with well your deployment is easier if you use our services you can use other stuff but you should use ours and that's where it comes in but if well, you yeah. don't want to then your life is just made easier because they actually made a decent framework
1: yeah they're just trying to compete with um aws at this point because they have a lot yeah. of um will be yeah, to catch share. up with them on
0: Anyways,
2: um, welcome to our uh, tech podcast, everyone. Yeah,
1: <laughs> this is what happens when the three of us are all into tech. <laughs> yeah, this is the normal conversations we have, audience, when we're not recording. I'm, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> what have you been up to recently, Nick?
1: Um, I've been like,
0: I don't know,
2: I've been uh, like realizing how soon I have to have like a thesis written, um, uh, and like getting that done. Um I believe I can go look again, but I think the deadline to have my um like presentation, my thesis like submitted
1: is the 7th of July. Uh that's terrifying. That's like three that's less than three months away, dude. It's two and a half months away. Uh I was under
2: the impression that it was gonna be similar to this winter semester, which was like end of March. Uh but it's like now faculty members like to you know take like the like last two weeks of august off so like historically it's been difficult to have them so we just pushed the deadlines up for the summer i was like ah cool And uh, you started that's... writing um
1: Ooh, physically that's writing a long no. pause. <laughs> <laughs> well i would hope that you've at least pre-planned it with you know because that's what you're supposed to be doing for the past couple yes. of semesters
2: <clears throat> Yeah, no, but physically writing, no. Uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even have a blank word doc up.
2: That's not true. I have a blank word doc. No, no, no. when I say physically writing, I mean, I haven't haven't filled in things. I have a template in the things. I just don't have anything filled in in the template.
0: Hmm. So it's, so it's not just, as bad.
1: It's just headers. It's just there's headers lots there's lots of headers. There's a lot of headers and
2: subheaders.
0: No, it by <laughs> by fill stuff in, he means it says insert title here, insert paragraph and section header here.
1: It's I like all placeholders. The idea, I like the idea more that Nick has downloaded like a Mad Libs thesis. <laughs> and it's just like, hello. <laughs> or like or like my my this will is... be covering the topic of insert topic here. <laughs> This is yeah, a
2: didn't, blah did, thesis. Didn't, didn't you go to madlibsmythesis.com and download your template from there like I did?
1: Oh, man.
0: That would be great. What kind of charts would you like? Bar charts? <laughs> Line charts?
2: You just, please, draw, please draw
0: your figures here.
1: <laughs> it's just on the back. It's just like, okay, seven adjectives, nine smart-sounding words. <laughs> Can't think of any smart sounding words.
0: Maybe don't be writing a thesis.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What about you, Charlie? How have you spent the last week since we've recorded?
0: I got a PS5. Yay! Yay! And then I played through basically all of Miles Morales Spider-Man in maybe 20 hours. Nice. I I have a couple collectibles. I think I'm at 95% completion. So I have like two collectibles left. Or, like, skill challenges, and then I gotta go through New Game Plus, and then I think I'm done.
1: Damn. That's God
0: damn, is that game pretty?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it's it's essentially more of what I would call like an expansion sequel, it right? It really it's just really
0: like, feels like a DLC.
1: Yeah, it's just more of Spider Man, just your models yeah. now.
0: Yeah, and like, there's, there's a story there. I don't really care about it because the writing is eh. Mm hmm. It's got that stupid like, oh, you betrayed me and lied to me. And I'm like, you also betrayed and lied to that person. But okay, whatever. Um, I think the most astonishing thing is uh, for Spider-Man games, I never use the fast travel that much because like web swinging is so much fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I was like, oh, right. Load time is supposed to be really quick. I hit fast travel. I'm on a black screen for maybe a second. And then I've loaded in where I fast oh, travel wow. to, even if it's on the other side of the map. Do you like, have
1: it on um disk or digital? digital oh, okay yeah that, that'll so definitely help them, yeah, yeah it's even faster it's is this crazy ps5 all is. ssd too or it's um, got the very fancy memory um yeah it's, and like it's not super, just that
2: it's an S- it's, it's not just that it's ssd it's, but it's got some yeah. very fancy programming in there they, as
0: well well they also have um i think part of the thing was they've hardwired io directly from
1: right That too. Like yes. they have, that's, that's they have, why the memory is so fast <laughs> yeah
0: it's basically what next gen, uh, motherboards, uh, GPUs and CPUs are going to be able to do is you can do like fast track memory where the, I think it's going to be the, there's going to be some sort of cache that's going to be avoided altogether at some point. And, uh, the current gen consoles already do that because you can design the hardware around it yep. soon. Consumer grade motherboards and stuff is going to be able to access that. So in a it couple is, of years, your PC game will be able to load that quickly.
1: Yeah, it is actually nice to be at a point where consoles are better than like most gaming computers again. Like, I yeah, nice. I got I
0: got the console and a controller for 800 Canadian after taxes. Mm-hmm. And that would not get me an equivalent Price comparable. Yeah,
1: because like the PS4 and Xbox One era, it was like, yeah, for the prices of those, you could get a better PC. Like, yeah. The gaming PCs you could build for those price points, and that is partially because of the inflation of graphics cards right now and PC parts. Yeah. But um, yeah, just PC parts in general. Even at, yeah. I think MSRP right now, like a PS4, is still going to be better than most machines you can build for the same price, which yeah. is nice well, yeah, because that's what consoles should be doing.
0: Yeah, and I'm just yeah. I was subscribed to like five different Twitter restock accounts for like three oh, weeks. Geez. Yeah, and I managed to get uh, into an EB Games like line and got one. And I was like, oh my God. They're like, it might take 10 business days. And then it shipped and got delivered within two.
1: Yeah, I nice. want a PS5, but I'm not willing to put that much effort and time into it. I'm just going to yeah, keep waiting. It's...
0: It, it was, I was really like, okay, I, I want to either upgrade my computer or get a PS5. And yeah. I didn't want to upgrade my computer. That's also a lot
2: of work. <laughs> it's also a lot oh, of work isn't. and very expensive right now.
0: I was yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm going to get a PS5 eventually, just because of Returnal, which comes out at the end of the mm-hmm. month, and I'm excited for that and the New Horizon game. So I'm like, I might as well get it now.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can feel that. It, yeah, again, I think PC upgrades and like console purchases, you should only really do it when there's a game like that you yeah. you want to throw the money down. I think this is an exclusive buying... that
0: I'm, I really want
1: to play so I'll yeah. buy a console. Buying hardware just because you want the hardware I don't think is a great investment because, yeah, especially because you're probably going to get the first model or first version and the sound going to be very great, but if there is something that you actually want to play, I think it's worth it then. Welcome back to our yep. tech podcast, everyone.
0: So David, what have you been up to?
1: <laughs> Monster Hunter. I've just been playing Monster <laughs> Hunter. I'm at 90 hours. I have built every single light bow gun possible. I uh, have maximum upgraded. I've done every single hunt now. Um... <laughs> I am waiting for the end of April update where they will add more monsters because I have completed all available content for Monster Hunter.
0: (laughs) It's great because sometimes at work I'll have like a break or something and I'll play like Lego Harry Potter on my Switch and I'll just see a little, David has come online. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing playing your Switch at work? While I'm playing my Switch at work
1: uh i'm at 93 94 hours in monster so hunter
2: so you've slowed down at least it's not 48 hours in the first week or something
1: i mean uh. to be perfectly fair i haven't that's because the first week was only three days and i've been playing just the same amount on the weekends it's just that the fact that i'm not working from home three days of the week yeah so i can't yeah. be playing during work uh yeah, so I have uh, to worry about that.
0: <laughs> Nick has a time crunch and then David and I are just playing video games.
1: Yeah. That's because <laughs> we're crunch, not in school the same, nerd. I have a
2: time crunch, and then at the same time I have to decide if I'm going to try and like look for a job to get like the, the like minute that I get out of uh like school, whether it's like, yep, no break, um just job, and then I have to start looking now, or if it's like, all right, do I like start looking for a job after school ends and then Nick, no, like hey, take a
1: gap here. Life. Go backpacking across Europe, you know, really experience yeah. the world and Oh wait, let, no let COVID. Me,
2: <laughs> let, let me do all of the classic um, mid twenties white person things. Um, oh wait,
1: <laughs> buy a caravan and go to Alaska and just ignore everyone's warnings that you're not going to be able to survive there. I'm sure it'll yeah. be fine.
0: Go in the woods and hunt down the Blair witch. Like it worked out for everyone. <laughs> uh, onto the tv guide shall we
1: yes to the tv guide
0: a case of a person having his heart removed sets off a string of bizarre events and peter assesses his relationship with olivia hey having a grocery delivery coming in like five can we push to 350
1: why do you always read that shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a separate message yeah but on mine it looks like the same message so I'm going to read <laughs> your They're request to delay recording lines. because you had a grocery delivery.
2: <laughs> well, David, absolute... the good news is you're safe with me at least. If you ever decide to edit out my flubs at the start of episodes. Never.
1: <laughs> <laughs> your amazing flub goes live tomorrow. I'm so upset. <laughs> no, way! no, it was already live.
2: Oh, my no. intro is tomorrow. <laughs> ah, Oh, yeah, wait. so really oh,
0: really weird TV guy talking about a grocery delivery, especially <laughs> way back in, like, 2010.
1: Uh, I think they had grocery delivery still back then, right? Yeah, but it's not as common. No, it wasn't nearly as common. I think only, like, hipster cities had it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like Rye, New York?
1: <laughs> yeah, like Rye, New York. <laughs> um, Very short uh, to the point, uh, TV guide this week for uh pretty um I don't want to they like plot light episode, I think, in the grand scheme of things, but very this is, um This is our character reset focused. episode. Yeah, yeah, this is
0: our reset episode. This is Olivia yeah. is back in Blue Universe and so we can't have a crazy fringe event happening. It has to be like weird fringe thing that takes the backseat to I was fucking to, your to doppelganger.
1: Character. Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know what you're talking about. That that definitely didn't happen.
1: <laughs> well, also the fringe <laughs> also directly relates sort of to um the character relations and character events that happen this episode as well. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is always the way to do it when you're going to do a more character focused episode. But mm-hmm. let's kick right off into this. Um Yeah. We are in an immediately It starts immediately just bad, right? Or do we get the fringe first? Uh we well, get the So well, it's just a dude at a train station.
2: Yeah, it's just a dude at the train station, and some asshole taps him with his umbrella from behind, just in the okay. leg. Okay, oh, I,
0: I want to say, this dude takes that way too aggressively. Like, it's just a guy walking behind him, and, like, he deliberately does it. But if you're walking along and someone hits you in the back of their leg with the umbrella, you don't think they're trying to, like, stab you or anything. He turns around and he's you're like, also- what the fuck, man? To be fair, also
2: in fucking New York, this isn't Boston. You don't get to be pissed off whenever (laughs) someone touches you. Yeah,
0: this isn't Washington State. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it was very deliberate. It didn't seem like an accident. I know, but like, you don't know that not seeing it. Like, anyways, anyways, he gets so aggressive and the dude's like, oh, he's like, oh, so sorry, so sorry. And keeps walking, and we follow the dude who got poked in the leg with the umbrella, and he's coming up to his house, and man does not look good. Should be wearing a mask. Should not have left his house. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God.
2: So, fucking, um, uh, uh, my girlfriend and I were watching, rewatching Iron Man 2 last night, uh, and Tony makes a comment in that where Pepper is, like, got, like, a cough or something like that um and he's like you should really be wearing a surgical mask right there right now and pepper (laughs) responds back with that's really rude tony and it's like oh (laughs) oh that didn't age well i mean it's
0: almost like people wearing masks to prevent colds and stuff from jumping has been used in parts of the world for a very long time and it's not weird to suggest. listen
1: if people if wearing masks would stop covid why don't we wear masks for the flu then
0: Hey, if the government's <laughs> mandating this for your health, why don't they make pop
1: and ba- and junk food illegal? Listen, it's all a hoax. Let's go to that gym in Toronto that's still open. Like I I have
0: a family member who posts on Facebook like shit like, "Oh, why doesn't the government make like pop and junk food illegal if it's bad for you too?" And, like, and I'm they, like, "That's they, self-harm though. They also, also mandate that you have to wear a seatbelt."
1: Also, you do know that they've been trying to pass a sugary drinks tax for like the past five years. <laughs> like, yep. this is actually in their agenda. Like, they want to tax fat, like junk food more. Ah. Oh.
2: Anyways, um, we can't go well, down this rabbit to hole because we'll never
0: come back.
1: <laughs> welcome back, welcome back to a small
2: town just outside of New York City. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's called Rye, New York. <laughs> for
1: some it's reason, this just reminded me of Guelph.
0: This is where you go when you start making bread.
1: Yeah. Boo. But yeah, I'm going to keep making bad
0: jokes because eventually David might have to cut one of them if he hates it too much. And that's just.
1: Why would you do this to me?
0: (laughs) Because you either leave in my shit jokes and I'm happy or you go out of your way to Um, remove them. Anyways, and I'm uh, happy. Guy guy isn't looking super great.
1: All right, let Nick say what he's been trying for the past five minutes.
2: (laughs) Guy isn't looking super great, uh, so he gets into his house and just decides to go take a nap on the couch. End of scene. C- credits roll. Nothing bad happens. <laughs>
1: Fringe.
0: Uh, totally doesn't miss the couch by, like, seven feet and th- It really seems like he throws himself at the floor.
2: Oh well, no, he throws himself at the kitchen table, as you do.
0: Um, oh, God. Because it's, it's not even like, oh, his legs give out and he, like, crumples to the ground. It really seems like he just kind of fell over. Because his legs, like, slam on the ground.
2: But yeah, he, he wakes up from his nap feeling all nice and refreshed and looks around. And he's, like, I guess, like, slept walked and, like, put some, like, ketchup up on, like, some, uh, some sheets that he <laughs> had. Um, really weird. And there's this guy around uh, talking, being like, wow, this asshole with ketchup starts saying some numbers, talks about the address. They're like, I guess he's calling in some cleaners. Really nice guy. Um, <laughs> he looks down and he goes, his, oh, like-
0: holy shit, my heart is gone.
2: Uh, don't worry about it. That part's fine. It's the ketchup (laughs) mess. That's the problem.
1: (laughs) Would that be the most horrific thing you could see after waking up? Is just a gaping hole in your chest. Yeah.
0: Yeah, probably. That's one of those like waking up from... No, there there are
2: worse body horrors things that could happen, I feel like.
0: Okay, what's worse (laughs) to you waking up after like a surgery or something? What is the body horror that freaks you out the most other than looking down and noticing, hey, my heart's not in me. Human centipede. (laughs)
2: Um, Yes. uh, Having, like, holding a bunch of organs in my hands, of, like, my own (laughs) organs. Mm -hmm.
1: Just waking (laughs) up, holding his liver in his hand how would you know it's um, for example lifting? charlie
2: if i was holding my beating heart in my hand that would freak me out a lot more than looking down and not having one wait is like it still connected?
1: have they yes. added like tubes and wire, like tubes yeah. so then you can hold it outside your body it's just yeah tubes going i would inside. not
2: like that that would not be
1: cool <laughs> okay fair enough Fair enough. why would someone do that to you that, seems, that sounds like something out of the Saw movies like you've always closed off your heart so I've taken it out of your chest for you
0: if you want to make it alive you gotta open up to others
1: and it's like cool so if
0: I survive you're gonna fix this and he's like no
2: no you're just gonna be like one of
0: the uh, <laughs>
1: sick Doctor Who a, reference yeah what
0: the fuck <laughs> Like, that's a 10-year-old Doctor Who reference now. I don't know if they've popped up in no, recent I think, seasons.
1: I think they they came back in at least for 13, yeah? For Capaldi? I think they I came back then for no fucking clue. point. I don't Absolutely know if they've come no back idea. for 14.
0: Anyhow, the dude who stabbed him with the umbrella has taken his heart out of this dude's chest, and he, he's nice enough to call 911 to be like, yeah, this dude's really fucked up. He needs medical attention. Thanks very much. And then gives the dude he injects something into his neck, and the guy like has a seizure and blacks out. And the EMTs mm-hmm. show up and they're like, uh, "Maybe we should call this in," because they open up the door Seems to the house. Like a and there's just bloodstained plastic sheets, and yep, one guy just, goes in.
1: It's a scene out of Dexter, and the paramedics yeah. are like, "Yep, let's call the police." Yeah, and they're the one surprisingly EMT, chill about this.
0: <laughs> yeah, the one EMT looks up and he's like, "Oh, cool, organ harvesting. This dude's missing a heart." And you're like, yeah, that's normal. Until the dude wakes up and is like, "Don't let me die."
1: Also, you're like, "Dude you should be dead." Definitely the worst thing to hear from someone who had a heart, right? "Don't let me die."
0: Cuz you're sure, like, "Cool, I need
2: get, to Let me go get the spare heart that I have in my ambulance. I uh, need to start chest slap that compressions.
0: Bad boy in. Oh wait." <laughs> <laughs> And then the, the dude with the umbrella um, has a, a cooler with him as he waits for his next train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's got
2: a nice little lunch. Yeah. Uh, oh, jeez.
0: Oh, just a heart sandwich. Just takes out two pieces of rye bread. It was all for this <laughs> joke. It's, it's a really hearty lunch
2: that he has.
1: I mean, I've had, I've had beef heart before, and it wasn't bad. But like... Did you gain the power of the cow? Uh, I, I don't think so, unfortunately. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, and yeah, that's our cold open. And hey, we are in fact in the blue universe um, because mm-hmm. we do have blue fringe as the opener as the now only way to tell whether this yep. is red or blue universe.
1: We get that confirmation. Um, at first, when I was watching the cold open and there was the um, scene with him like fainting and stuff, there was a weird um, a flash of light that made me think we were getting back into the universe hopping or something. Oh, god! Because well. it definitely, f- like, I feel like they've used that effect before when it comes to Olivia flashing to the, the red ultimate,
0: universe. The ultimate lens flare, you mean? Yeah, yeah.
1: And that's what it seemed like. But I was like, oh, no, he's just passed out. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> oh, thank God. Single universe. <laughs> Oof. Okay. Oof. And then, yeah, that's our cold open. And after the credits, Olivia is talking with Broyles in his mm-hmm. office. And he's like, you're not supposed to be here. You're on leave you've suffered trauma i don't think anyone
1: can fully define is this one of the first references we get to like actual you know therapy in Fringe? <laughs> um Now
2: they've they've talked about some amount of therapy before in the past and olivia being like nah fuck therapy i i, I hate therapy keep me away from that shit mm-hmm. uh yeah yeah Broyles Didn't... has been like pretty open about like hey you've been through some traumatic shit uh, peter and walter they're fine but you you gotta go you gotta go deal with this
0: yeah bros is like hey you don't want to make one mistake that upends your career oh. <laughs> what that's solid advice <laughs> i don't know what you're laughing about david <laughs>
2: Yeah, this is season three broils, not season
0: one broils. <laughs> this isn't pilot episode broils.
1: I love the idea that Burroughs still stands by his words <laughs> if he gets brought up again.
0: He was a bad man because he kidnapped like a, a pyromaniac or um. a pyrokinetic, not because he sexually assaulted people.
1: <laughs> he was a traitor. That's why <laughs> Burroughs doesn't like yeah. him anymore. <laughs>
2: He was—he was only a traitor. That was it. <laughs> yeah,
0: because she's in there and she's like, "Oh, I was—I was thinking about like it wanted to cross over safely. I got some mm-hmm. ideas. I want to see the information on the the wave sync thing that we that you guys found." And Bros is like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, as soon as you are cleared for active duty, yep.
1: Please soon take soon as care you're of yourself. Actually, as soon as you're actually back to work, yeah. Because you know and you're not how- right now."
0: <laughs> And she's like, I made promises to a good friend on the other side. And Bros immediately is like, "Mm, what was he like? Like digging for compliments. (laughs) And instead of being like, he was you, it's you. The friend on the other side was you. She was like, he's a lot like you. Except, you know, his marriage stuck together.
1: And he has, he has children. She, hey, she doesn't mention- yeah, He's got mention, children. He had a happy do, life over there. She does not mention the kidnapped child, to be fair. The kidnapped dying child.
0: He has, he basically <laughs> I, has one and a half children.
1: Well, no,
2: he, she, she saved the other child, mostly.
0: Uh. No, this is, this is what I mean, is he has one and a half kids. Yeah, that other kid's not making it very
1: long. They already confirmed that kid only has, like, two years to live. Well, no, <laughs> no.
2: they by getting, by getting the stuff back, um, like, by, like, figuring out what was going on, they were able to, like, I, like lengthen I, the time, is what I they were I think they
1: would have mentioned that in the episode, which they yeah. specifically did not mention. That's non-canon? They mentioned,
2: no, they mentioned, they mentioned that later and said he's sleeping well and he's being able to start to see again in, like, last episode. Did they? Yes. Oh.
1: That Olivia
2: legitimately Olivia legitimately mentions, "Hey, how is how is he doing?" And Broyles is like, "He's sleeping better, and he's starting to be able to see
0: again."
1: That seems like (laughs) bullcrap.
0: Yeah. Anyway, Broyles gets filled in on the Broyles that he saw dead in the morgue. Which is like, man, being Olivia's friend is an easy way to die, I guess.
1: Well, also, I thought this was pretty fucked up because she was like, yeah, and he has this beautiful family. He's still together with his wife who will miss him. And Beryl's is just like there like, I just saw his dead body.
0: <laughs> oh shit, they're never getting him back. What the fuck? Why would you tell me this? They're never
2: getting them back and I'm never getting my wife back.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just Broyles like having an existential crisis, essentially. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's like, he was honorable and committed to the cause, and he was a good husband and father, and Bros is like, wow, way to one-up me, I guess.
1: (laughs) I'm not allowed to see my children. Like, there's so many different
0: ways you could be like, it turns out you're a good man, no matter what universe we're in, and just leave it at that. Mm -hmm. Like, that would be fine, but whatever. Um... Where do we go next? The good news
2: is, Broyles Broyles decides he wants to be more like him and starts referring to himself as Colonel Broyles in some phone (laughs) calls this episode.
0: (laughs) you imagine if it was actually like a double swap? Somehow they got Colonel Broyles in Agent Broyles' place and then killed Agent Broyles. (laughs)
1: Oh, man. Galaxy
0: brain (laughs) plays. The double infiltrate.
1: No, then it just re- then it's just, just revealed that everyone's been swapped, but Peter. <laughs> it's just the entire universe just swapped. Everyone been... in Red Universe is originally from Blue
0: Universe, and they're unknowingly trying to blow up their home universe. Yep, that would be great. But uh, we cut to Peter and Walter on their way to the crime scene, I believe. And Peter's like, "I talked to Olivia. Everything." um seems good so far but i need to tell her about bolivia and uh walter's like yeah honesty is the best key for intimacy and by that
1: i mean having sex you're like walter why it's the only way you can pound someone well are you pounding (laughs) olivia well son are you doing it well were you doing it well will you be doing it well tell me more details i can show you techniques (laughs) <laughs> and Peter's like, I don't want to have this conversation and Walter's like, no, but you really should have this conversation with Olivia and Peter's like, no, I mean this conversation <laughs>
0: Walter's like, you mean the one where I'm about to demonstrate how to plow your not-girlfriend really well? <laughs> that
2: one? Your actual not-girlfriend? That one?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh. oh. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. Uh, they they pull up to the house Um and they get out and they're met by broyles and uh surprisingly olivia's there as well uh
1: cuz broyles cause is a I soft guess... touch and he can talk <laughs> no, to cause, Leninger cause back broyles on the just court.
2: got shamed and is like damn i got to do better uh all right olivia get get back out there
0: you know a good boss would clear me for duty immediately colonel broyles would have cleared me immediately <laughs> no 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 colonel broyles did clear me immediately as soon
2: as i was back at back there he cleared me and brought me back into the field <laughs>
0: He's like, God damn it! And then all the way to the crime scene, she's like, Colonel Broyles always bought me ice cream when going to a crime scene. <laughs>
1: Colonel Broyles would like to slip me a twenty dollar bill <laughs> before we left. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. I mean, I, Agent no, no, Broyles. No, no, I, I really, I, I
2: I really like the idea as well of Olivia being like, by the way, my paycheck over the over on the other side is about triple what it is here.
1: <laughs> she just comes back of contract negotiation. <laughs>
2: This is like. By the way, they have like really good benefits, and they get like four weeks paid vacation. Like just like starting. Like,
1: they also have smallpox, but that's besides the point.
2: <laughs> that's why they need the additional two weeks of paid vacation every year. But you know, just it's smallpox just stay away.
1: quarantine. Oh God.
0: <laughs> Just stay away from South Texas. And Burles is like South Texas. You mean the region? Yeah, it's, it's, She's it's like, no, no, the state.
2: Yeah, it, it, it's, like, it's like Northern B.C. Sorry, what?
0: <laughs> Don't you mean Washington State? No. No, they got rid of that. No, I mean, reason.
1: also stay away from Washington State, but that's, that's, a, that's a different reason. <laughs> uh, uh, but, but yeah, yeah they, they,
2: they get into the
0: crime scene. Uh, and, well, before they walk in, uh, Walter, like, they're briefing them, and Walter's like, sorry, this dude's heart was removed, and then he woke up? And Burles is like, yeah, that's what we were told. And he's like, oh my god, we're so lucky. Let's go do this shit. <laughs> Hell like, yeah. he's so happy that this man died after his heart was removed. And it's just very nice, like, fringe season one feelings, where it's like, random fringe case, and Walter wants to know how how it works.
2: And hey, they get in. Um, that that dude sure doesn't have a heart anymore. Um, and they correctly identify that there's already been a surgery around his heart. Uh <laughs> yeah which was a
0: little bit weird and also Um, dude's body still has reflexes firing which is strange
2: um so peter does what anyone does and goes and sees if he can steal some oxy from the guy's uh, medicine cabinet
0: (laughs) 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 gotta pay that debt back to big eddie somehow (laughs) that's still a thing right
1: Definitely. I really hope I really hope they tie up Big Eddie at some point in this
2: show. Don't worry, David. Big Eddie is season five.
1: Uh, <laughs> Big Eddie is season five is nothing but Big Eddie. <laughs>
2: um, but yeah, no. Peter returns with like a handful of this guy's medicine, um, and you start to piece it together that like all of these things are like trying to like reject an organ tra- or like trying to like stop your body from rejecting an organ transplant because it's like antifungals. Um immunosuppressants and a bunch of other things. Um, and yeah, they start to put it together that he is probably you know a, a recently uh like recently got a heart transplant or some form of uh you know a, a an organ transplant.
1: Well, they don't figure that out right away. They figure <laughs> no. that out later well they uh, they
0: fair. figure they figure he's an organ transplant just based off the scar tissue in the meds.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because he has anti-rejection meds and there's a lot of scar tissue indicating a surgery around his heart.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but then they're like, hey, there's a doctor on here. Let's go talk to the
2: doctor and figure out what was, what was going on. Why he was taking all of these different meds.
1: Yeah, um, yeah no, no, yeah. So, no, they don't figure yeah. out from the medication that he's an organ transplant donor, that, which I thought was really stupid. They don't figure yes. out until later. They, they talk to the doctor and she tells them and they're like, what?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. David, David's right
1: on that fact. Which is completely opposite of how that should be, because you know Walter's supposed to be a medical genius. Why does he not know standard transplant procedure? Like,
2: yeah, uh, because Walter doesn't follow the standard transplant procedure. You, you and I both know that, David.
1: <laughs> I could buy that. Walter's transplant medication plan is just heroin.
2: <laughs> it's, no, it's just LSD. Just, just pretend that the heart is fine. The body will believe it.
1: Listen, I found if you take enough LSD, the body doesn't fight organ transplants. (laughs) It's too busy tripping.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, uh, yeah. Peter and Olivia go to talk to the the prescribing doctor on the medication, and while they're waiting, they get to have a very fun conversation in a hospital cafeteria where Peter's like, hey, I want to be honest with you. I was banging your doppelganger, and it was really, really good. Like... (laughs) like can we get her back it was so good and olivia's like oh olivia does some like rationalizing where she's like he's like i thought it was you like that's why the sex was so good is i thought it was you i swear i was thinking of you the whole time (laughs) and she's like she's like well everyone on the other side thought it was me and like i had a really good boyfriend who like was like his dick was okay
1: well she? Olivia definitely fucked her other universe boyfriend, right? Like, no, he no, was no.
2: away in South Texas the entire time. They
0: literally no, mentioned but that. No, no, there was no. W- like, they, they banged at least once before he left for South yeah, Texas.
1: Yeah, because they still were there. She was still around at least for like a week or so because.
0: Yeah. Like, it's, it's at the beginning of an episode where he's like, okay, hey, gotta go. But, yeah. like, she comes back home and he's like cooking dinner and shit.
2: Yeah. Um,. Anyways, I would also like to point out, we get, like, uh, Olivia's, like, face as, like, they're, like, talking, and, like, Peter starts to bring up that there was their relationship here. Like, they they just focus on um, Olivia's face, and Anatorv plays that scene really, really well. Oh, yeah. Uh,
0: Like, you can see her going through, like, the range of emotions and then trying to be like, this is okay, I understand, this is, is fine.
2: It is literally like, the, it looks like the look of someone who's getting broken up with, where you're like starting out and there's like a joke or something and they've got the smile on their face and then just the smile, they start to realize what's going on. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's and, it's oh. really good because this entire episode is basically her trying and eventually failing to like rationalize everything away and being like, oh, it's okay. You did this. You didn't know. And then at the end being like, No. It's not okay. I get to stand Actually, up no. for me.
2: <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not feeling okay. Surprisingly, what happened is not normal. Uh, um, But yeah, no, we get a, a very sad little scene here um before fortunately a, a nurse um comes by and is like hey by the way the, the doctor's ready um we're like heard, cool awesome i need to get out of here uh, so She's he's like, like i oh, heard right, that oh, entire okay. conversation it <laughs>
0: sounded super
1: strange but like the doctor's here do you want me to set you up as a psychiatrist i like peter going no it's fine we'll be right there and then Olivia going, no let's just go let's go i don't need to, i don't need <laughs> yep. to talk about this let's go <laughs>
2: This he, this legitimately felt like a breakup. Like this this scene oh, felt yeah. like a breakup. It was
1: incredibly <laughs> awkward. Holy crap! It, it, it hurt,
0: <laughs> but it was a good awkward because I didn't I didn't feel like. I
2: wasn't cringing the entire time. It just, so
0: like, So, when you guys see, like, cringe stuff, my, my sisters and I have talked about this, and I have such a drastic physical reaction to uncomfortable, cringy scenes, I have to actually look away. Like, I cannot watch those oh, scenes. I,
1: I can't watch cringe, like, tell Like, I, I could never watch The Office um, as, like, good as it's supposed to be because it hurt me too much um, yeah, that I physically I just, had to turn off The
0: Office. Like, I just, I physically get uncomfortable, and I think it's because I'm like, what? What would happen if I was in that situation? Like, if that was me, I would run. And I just, I just can't watch it. And like, well, I'll, watch a girl, uh, no, I'll watch a girl. I'll watch a movie with my girlfriend. I'll watch and a it, girl. <laughs> uh. I'll watch a girl, and she'll do something awkward. Char- and Charlie, I have to t- is this about
2: that? that oh, <laughs> watch a girl, and I'll have to put. watch a girl,
0: and play. I'll have to put my binoculars down because she does something so awkward. No, I'll watch a movie with my girlfriend, and she'll laugh at me because I have to like turn away and be like, "Is it done? Is it over? I can't, I can't actually look at this."
1: Yeah, no, I'm the same way. I can't deal with it.
0: But this was yeah. good awkward because I could watch it all the way through. And that's my that's my benchmark of good writing is can I watch your awkward scene without physically being uncomfortable?
2: Yep, and this one just hurts. It's it, it yeah. doesn't like make you want to turn away. It just it just hurts. You you feel
1: yeah. yeah.
0: So shout out to you, Allison Shapker and Monica Owusu-Breen. You did good.
2: <laughs> well done, well done, Charlie. Those were some names right there.
1: That's some that's some names
0: said. <laughs> well, you read those and tell me how you, you Absolutely think. not. <laughs> it's Shapker and Awusu Breen. Like, Nick, tell me I'm right on that.
1: Oh my god, it does um, just have ooh She has oo in her name.
0: <laughs> she does. It's
2: really unfortunate. I think it's Awuso. Awusu Breen.
0: I think that's a long U in the middle, though. I think it's Awusu Breen.
2: I've, it might be. <laughs> Do you think okay. she's
0: related to Neil?
1: Shapker, these are some white people shopker. names. It's, that,
2: that's that's Shopker, That that is shopker That first or some name, American
1: I names, not white people. Sorry.
0: I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, looking at Awusu supreme <laughs> yeah, American,
1: white. American names. <laughs> Anyways, though, barely let's pronounce, um, barely pronounce anything. I could not pronounce those. <laughs>
2: <laughs> back back into the episode now. Um, yeah, never. So we have the scene. We have the scene with the doctor. <laughs> We have the scene with the doctor. Uh they learn that he was a recent heart transplant donor, and they're like, yeah, no, this this that that sucks. Uh you know, he was he, he was uh looking for a second chance and we thought we'd give it him one. I guess not.
0: Uh yeah, the doctor seems like more heartbroken that she gave up like a good organ than this dude was killed.
1: <laughs> she was like, Oh man. Be, she's like, they took <laughs> to his fair, heart that motherfucker. <laughs> What about the rest of him? Can we still have the rest of his organs? Well he no, had loan he, was, he he was on too many meds for
2: us to to get to get his organs. Th- those organs are no good. But you know.
0: Yeah, yeah. cuz the meds he was on like make him ineligible to be an organ donor for whatever reason.
2: Actually getting like organs like being like an actual organ donor is like incredibly difficult in terms of like them actually like getting the organs and things. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: That's why we should but, just we should uh, just make our own in vats. Come on.
2: Uh, one day. One of these Mindless days.
0: Mindless clones aren't people. <laughs> I'll take that um, stance. Just, why? No. I, you don't
1: I'm need to just, clone I'm just the entire the person. Like, <laughs> don't make the entire person. Just make the organs. You can do that. Yeah,
2: no. I'm just I'm just waiting for the extension from... Like, did either of you guys read uh, Orcs and Crake? Um, that book?
1: Orcs and Crake? Because no. they had no? these...
2: Orcs and Crake, it was uh, by Margaret Atwood. Um, but anyways, they had, uh, they had plants in the book that just grew like chicken breasts on the arms. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. But like, why not just do that with like organs and things? Uh...
0: Sorry, what is the name of this book?
2: Uh, Orcs and Crake. O-R-Y-X and Crake, C-R-A-K-E.
1: Christ almighty. <laughs> what is that title? <laughs> I swear uh, to God, you were saying Orcs and the Creek
0: Orcs and the entire time. Like a creek named Orcs. I was
1: hearing or, yeah, I was hearing Orcs Creek, (laughs) which sounds like a great D and D adventure.
2: (laughs) The one shot. (laughs) Well, there you go, David. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, let's just hop back into the lab at this point, um, where Astrid is still, I guess, having to watch over Walter, um, as Walter's like, "Wow, look, he's still got all of these things that mean he's probably not dead." Sort of. Sorry, Uh, what the
0: fuck is this book? From, from the plot summary, Jimmy and Craig spend much of their leisure time playing online games, smoking skunk weed, and watching underground videos such as live executions, graphic surgery, nudie news, frog squashing, and child pornography.
2: Yep, I read this book in grade twelve as part of my English class.
1: I think what this the fuck. I think this was Margaret Atwood writing. Damn those internet kids! The book, essentially, during
0: one of their child pornography viewings, Jimmy is very much love struck by the gazing eyes of a young girl. What the fuck? Yep, the the book was very fucked
2: up. Uh-
1: <laughs> Atwood would be in the same generation as the like video games cause violence, like boomer age, right?
0: There's is also there's a, a deliberate global correctly? pandemic in this book. What the there hell? There is a
2: deliberate global pandemic. It is it is quite the book. Uh I kind of just blacked out like the second half of that book. Like I read it and I wrote a report on it, but like I remember the start of that book and then nothing else. Uh,
1: <laughs> which yeah. is very
2: odd for me. It's like really really odd for me, but I just just know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is the weirdest fucking plot summary I have ever read.
1: Yeah, I think a lot of Atwood's novels are hit and miss with me. Like, I like quite, like, a one or two of them, but most of them I'm not big fans of. My
2: high school English career was interesting. I read more Atwood than Shakespeare. Like, I was assigned more Atwood mm. than Shakespeare. Uh, <laughs> we yeah. got Atwood, like, three years in a row, and we had, I think, one Shakespeare through all three of our years, or through all th- four of my years. Well, you're I supposed to, to do m-
0: Shakespeare. I had Shakespeare every other. Nope. So nah. I only had it for two years, and then it was um, select a book for from this list for the other
1: two. Man, you guys read so little. I read a Shakespeare no, I read and s- a regular novel <laughs> every semester. No, I
2: read. I no, we read. Uh, we read five books a year. Um, like we oh, okay. had five books assigned to us a year, uh, and including in grade nine, I read Gilgamesh, The Odyssey, and like three others that were like. Yeah. I was surprised that we were getting assigned those in grade nine. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we didn't really, I think we had like novel sections, but then the rest of it was like read these short stories and make up Dude, bullshit. Dude,
2: fucking grade, grade 12, I had Orcs and Crake, which you just read about that, Crime and Punishment, which sucked, uh, <laughs> Frankenstein, um, Catch-22, which was awesome. Oh, catch twenty two, great. Fuck, I don't remember what the last one was cash point two was great because that entire unit was just satire um yeah. was what we did everything on um, <laughs> really
0: i really wish um i had read i know a couple of kids chose it but uh camp x because that was the actual camp x was not too far away from my hometown
1: oh oh yeah i
2: read, I read that book in uh i think i read that book middle school huh? i think was when we were excited. yeah probably
0: it's a good time uh, Wait,
1: should we go anyways. back to
0: back to
2: Fringe? Yeah, back to the episode back to the episode <laughs> Um, Astrid in the lab, Walter continuing to experiment on the body. Astrid's like, All right, it's time for me to go home. Peter will be here eventually. Peter shows up and it's like, Wow, incredible timing! All right, bye, says Astrid. I don't want to be in this scene anymore. Fuck this like weird ass body. Uh,
0: <laughs> bye, Aster," says, Walter, as he says hello to Peter.
2: Yep, um, and Walter's then like, All right, new person's here. Time to explain all the weirdness that I found about this body. Peter, come smell it. Uh,
0: yeah, and the dude's <laughs> just not decaying, or it's yeah. slowed down super, super slow, because the dude just doesn't, there's no putrefaction.
2: Yep. Um, um, and Walter's like, hey, I've synthesized some stuff from this. I don't know what I'm going to do with it yet, but I've synthesized some stuff from it. Yeah. Uh.
0: And Peter's like, well, besides that, Olivia took the news that I, I fell in love with her doppelganger surprisingly well. And Walter's like, oh, that is surprising. Maybe she's been replaced by a robot.
2: Maybe it's Olivia from the third universe.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we're like, they're like, yeah, Olivia's doing really well. And Peter's like, everything's going to be okay. And we cut to Olivia where she's not taking it well and not everything is okay. No, 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 She's Peter, back at her apartment. Are you
1: sad? I, I, I was, I, well, she, hey, she doesn't seem like she's throwing out all the black clothing. She just doesn't want to wear it right now.
2: I was, I was like, oh man, is she going to throw out all the blacks and blues and then we're going to get like a bunch of like colorful clothing for an episode and David's going to be <laughs> really upset.
0: <laughs> I like, I don't think this reaction is drastic enough because um, like she's, she's out of the shower and she's like um, standing in front of her closet and she can feel like the, the tattoo That other Olivia had for some reason, Mm -hmm. I really, I really felt like that tattoo was going to be a bigger like she's in some underground. The matching tattoo
1: with the boyfriend too is crazy. Nowhere, it was just so
0: weird. But yeah, Um, that that triggers like, hey, this other person has been living in my house forever, and so she like starts ripping all the clothes out of her closet. She pulls the sheets off her bed, and she goes to wash it, and. I'm like I would move, I would sell everything, and I would move immediately.
1: I mean, that's a, eventually later on. That's what she ends up coming to, <laughs> like yeah. as the plan. But yeah, she has like a full on breakdown, and I think yeah. for Olivia and her character, this matches what we know of her. Like she's been very strong I... mentally. Yeah. So she's even trying to... this breaking down like she is, I think. Like yeah, that.
2: I think this is. I think this is exactly like this is perfect for the reaction that you're like expecting to be get to be getting from her at this stage because she's still trying to pretend to herself as well that everything is fine. Yeah, uh, and she's like everyone's actions. you can see that into somebody... like, all oh, right, time to wash these sheets. Um, you know, I, I, I was not the last one to sleep in these. I don't want to be. <laughs> I want these sheets. Uh, well, also, I'm going to go wash these and that's the breaking point as well. Also presumably uh, she
0: finds, there's a load of laundry in there already and she finds Peter's yep. MIT shirt and that's kind of what triggers everything she's like, because that's, that's hard proof that like it's not just him telling her now. She mm-hmm. has physical evidence that what he was saying is true and it just makes it a little bit more real.
1: And presumably Peter and Bolivia had s- slept together in that bed <laughs> which yeah. I don't think she wants to sleep in, uh, in those sheets either because of that
0: yeah yeah and she's still Um, at the stage where it's like everyone's actions make sense like what would i have done and she's trying to rationalize and she's like oh it's fine everyone thought it was me it's okay and even astrid kinds kind of like reinforces that because um olivia finds astrid and she's making some coffee and he she's like probing astrid for like oh how were they because you saw them together how were they and astrid's like he thought it was you i'm not gonna say anything because i know like I actually have human emotions and realize what those are but she's like he thought it was you so like eh but I'm like there's not really there's not really a good way to go about this
1: there's no good answer no, here unfortunately for the situation just like at all which yeah yeah
2: this this continues to feel like a breakup. This this entire like sequence here continues to feel like a breakup. Like it's, it's Olivia it's, finding finding the person that like she had feelings for, like finding some of their clothes and being like well, dear god. It's but it's a breakup uh,
1: it's a breakup in reverse. It is. Yeah, she's essentially in the and, bargaining mm, phase right now of I think just um, denial, isn't she? Or of um yeah, grief. Well, it kind yeah. of yeah. Cuz she definitely starts the episode in denial. Like just full on, nothing's fine. Like everything's fine, nothing's wrong. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. and now she's trying to like rationalize it. Well, when they she were finds, happy, when
2: she finds Peter's clothes, it goes into the bargaining phase. Uh, yeah, and that's what we get with this. That's what we get with this Astrid scene here. It's yeah. like very classic, like bargaining of like, oh, they, you know.
1: But, like, was he happy? Yeah, must Did have he seem happy? He, he must have been yeah. so, like, he must have not been happy, right? Like, Well, like, kind of this stuff. is what I mean by, like,
0: breakup in reverse, where mm-hmm. it's, hey, I'm seeing someone. They're having conversation of, hey, I saw someone. Mm-hmm. But it's all in the, and then, oh, hey, you found the sweater of, like, your ex, mm-hmm. kind of. And then, oh, were they happy together? Where it's, like, you're talking to your friend, your ex has a new person. It's, like, is he happy? Is he sad? Like, is she fat? Am I prettier than her? Like,
1: all very important questions.
0: Is he a soy boy beta male? (laughs) (laughs) Like, that you get that kind of feel from it. So, it's that weird, like, it's the stages of a breakup, but Mm -hmm. completely out of order.
1: It's very good character work from Anna Torv and also very well written as well. Like, this is a very well written episode.
0: Yeah. You can, there's very good care taken into like the deconstruction of a relationship in alternate universe and doppelgangers taken into effect.
2: Yeah. Um but yeah no, we have we have that little scene and Olivia basically ends it with okay, good. Like good to know, good to hear. Um everything's fine. Everything's all good. I'm doing great. Uh <laughs> thanks yeah.
0: for the talk, Astrid. Uh they uh they also find out Broyles gets a gives them a call and is like, "Hey, there's been a series of organ thefts." And they're all from people who received organs from the same donor. Mm -hmm. Um, And they find out that, hey, one of the thefts that hasn't occurred yet is the eyes. So they call up the eye bank, but they are too late because the dude um, Barrett, I think is his last name. I think we found out. Yeah, but this is, um, this is
2: also I would like to say this is where I was like confused because we do get like Broyles when he calls up the eye bank is like this is Colonel Broils. it's like whoa does he actually say Colonel Broyles? he says Colonel Broyles there yeah.
1: I think he is still a Colonel yeah, I think so too person.
2: this is just the first time that he's ever like I've heard him refer to himself as I that it's always special agent Broils and things
1: I think he did it in the first season a cup handful of times hmm. maybe but that it's
0: might only... have just been a writing overlook.
2: Yeah. Might have just been a gaffe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But anyways, uh, we cut to the uh, <laughs> the the man who has you know the ability to see well now because of you know a, a <laughs> selfless person's organ uh, donations. I,
1: th- I think he just can see <laughs> like that's what it gave him. I don't think it would see well. I just think sight is what it yeah, c- given.
2: Yeah. Well, it was it was a cornea replacement. Um, yeah. So
0: yeah but yeah um, and yeah he his eyes are like he's... pinned open and he's like an obvious oh, tear not good and the dude's got like um a fine measurement gauge out which he doesn't use properly because he only holds it up and does like an eye haha um like an eye measurement where he's not like actually measuring the calipers properly he's just got them set and like yeah that looks close enough and then he's like oh those don't belong to you do they and i'm like yeah. They kind of do. <laughs> they were given to him. He owns them now. Those are his eyes.
1: She signed up to be an organ t- t- like donor. This yeah. is kind of what she wanted.
0: Yep. but Yeah. Uh then the team shows up at the apartment. You're like, "Oh man, maybe they'll save him." No. No. The dude's missing him. his He's eyes. He's still
2: alive. Yeah. He's still alive and just,
1: you know, yeah. blind. Just- as always why do they gotta be awake during these surgery scenes <laughs> like once again a horrific traumatizing surgery done to a man while he's awake so why? so
2: david here's what i promise you when we have a fringe event where the main like quote-unquote villain is an anesthesiologist they won't be awake for the surgeries but when we don't <laughs> this happens I just- because they don't give them enough of the anesthetic every single time, because they wake up they... right before the surgery starts.
1: I don't think they gave them any anesthetic.
0: <laughs> hey, oh. hey, guys, what do you call a blind deer?
1: A, a, a doe?
0: A no a idea.: deer? What do you call a blind deer with no legs? Still no idea. Ha <laughs>
1: So what happens next, Nick? Uh, so we, we cut
2: to the hospital where fortunately we don't have to see horrifying eyeless man anymore. And they've just put a bandage over his face um, and he gets to speak like that uh probably because the cg was a a little bit expensive to continue that continue that going yeah it Uh, looked really good or whatever horrifying makeup they did because like you and i both know fringe probably did horrifying makeup to do that and there's no cg involved no Uh. the
0: pins the pins and the stretching on his face is probably prosthetics but the the back of the eye socket which you can clearly see that would probably be hopefully who knows? They just, fringe
1: is pretty. Fringe is pretty. Or they just with how scooped good they a, are a dude's <laughs> eyes out. Or they just cut his eyes out. Maybe they found some without eyes.
0: <laughs> Maybe. I know they've anyways. used um, amputees on the show before.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But anyways, uh, he's talking, and this is kind of the first time that they're able to uh, talk to someone um, about like what happened to them, because I'm assuming this guy's bad enough with surgeries and was taking organs, you know, out of taking organs that were, like, significantly more vital uh, than eyes to, like, life. Um, so I'm pretty sure everyone else has died so far, so they haven't been able to interview. So this is their first time interviewing. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was just feeling kind of woozy when I was, like, made my way over to the restaurant to, like, see how the pr- progress was going. And then I woke up, and that guy was there. Uh, and now I can't see <laughs> And he apologized.
1: <laughs> he did apologize
2: yeah he apologized but told me that those eyes weren't mine
1: and then he took them. He took my eyes
2: <laughs> and then i had to watch him take them out of my face man do you think uh, yeah. he
0: kept like the optical nerve connected as he took it out so he could like spin it around and be like see this is you <laughs> um there is that might be the most body horror thing. I would like to amend my previous answer. So, is you looking so would, at your body and your eyes are like on a shelf somewhere.
2: That would be So fun. so I would I would like I would like to point out that I remember when I was doing first aid training for lifeguarding, for some reason they bought they brought out the whole like what happens if someone like has an eyeball get like popped out of their face and it's hanging there and the answer is you get a cup um that is like not visible through anything and you have them put the eye on that and then put it on their face so that they're not disoriented from you know part of their vision swinging yeah. around because <laughs> that's a thing that can happen to people and that is horrifying
0: <laughs> yeah that uh that would fuck you up mm-hmm. yep
2: but charlie what if he then put them in the person's hands and made them hold them <laughs> <laughs>
0: Or what if you went the Team America wrote, where you cut off a guy's balls,
1: and then you shove him up the ass, so the next time you shit, you're shit all over your balls. What if you cut out someone's eyes and then contact juggle with them? <laughs> <laughs> Just spinning it around in your, in your hand. Oh.
2: But yeah, we, we get enough that this guy's like, you know, enough for Olivia to try, start trying to profile this guy, but not, you know uh oh, not too we, much more the guy didn't wasn't able to give a full description of the person
0: we did miss a scene forever ago where we see the dude um putting the heart into the chest of uh like a woman
2: yeah oh, we yeah. kind of skipped over that entire fucked up uh
1: and him just petting her face and saying soon yeah, I mean, soon, soon. <laughs> Yep, I don't appreciate that either. I don't appreciate this dude in general. I don't like him.
0: Yeah, he's not a he's not a great guy. Got some enough.
2: got some issues. <laughs> um but hey, let's cut back to the to the lab where everything is fine and Walter's definitely not experimenting with, you know, the the, the goo that he got from that guy.
0: And Astrid's uh, like, don't give it to the cow.
2: Please don't give that to the cow. You and I both know that's gonna end badly, and Walter's like, but think about it. You could have milk and cheese that never goes bad.
0: <laughs> oh, we also we also missed a scene where Astrid was like, Massive Dynamic has no files on anything like this serum, and he's like, No, no, no. Bell and I worked on a serum like this at some point. Even conceptually, he's like, check under um like pet projects. Check,
2: check the pet projects. <laughs> yeah. For it. Um
0: so oh. in this scene, um, Astrid gets that file. It's for the Yatsuko project. Mm-hmm. And it was um a human tissue preservation so to like delay the the decaying process so like hey organs would last longer
1: um well the thought was they wanted to interrogate people after death which they did end up doing
0: doing yeah just in a different way (laughs) yeah um and it it actually continued post walter's um incarceration i guess um yeah. at well, Walter, same walter
2: walter gets to lament about never becoming a necromancer uh,
1: and everything <laughs> even associated with
0: that even though he's totally become a necromancer <laughs>
1: even though he's brought people back from death several times just not multiple different ways yeah <laughs> um Walter's well, like
2: i was trying to be a cleric but instead i became a necromancer you know what happens
1: <laughs> he was never trying to be a cleric he was always trying to be a necromancer <laughs> yeah yeah (laughs) or an
0: artificer you could probably argue he makes a lot of weird gadgets Mm -hmm. (laughs) anyhow um they also peter wants to talk to the organ donor's family because she was uh, amanda walsh was the donor so olivia and peter get to go and interview the organ donor's mother and she's like oh my daughter was such a loner loser she was weak and sad but she liked ballet
2: Yeah, they do a pretty bad job of, of uh, you know, stating that, hey, this girl had, like, very severe depression and ended up committing suicide. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: But she did do, she went through a lot of group therapy mm-hmm. at yes. the time. And so, they so they start
1: asking like, the names yeah. of the group therapists as well as, like, so they get a list of who attended to try and figure out who could be doing this. And then um, Peter gets an amazing future phone call on Sprint.
0: Yeah, a video Bumble call balls. from Astrid Farnsworth on the Sprint Network. <laughs> wow. Man, could you imagine doing video calls with someone on your phone? I would hate, I hate that.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine and I hate it.
0: <laughs> hey, could you... I see, I've seen you FaceTime, but it was to show your niece a cat. <laughs> my niece is <laughs> not happy about the cat. Because was, it wasn't, it wasn't the meow meow she liked. It was my meow meow.
2: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> she got very upset seeing an unfamiliar cat. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up late at night remembering that and going, oh, God, I made a young child cry because my cat wasn't cute enough.
1: She wasn't crying. She <laughs> was just angry. <laughs> it's different.
0: It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, he gets a video anyways, call from Astrid to do that awesome sprint plug. Mm-hmm. Um, and I forget what Astrid says to him.
2: Oh no, we get the um Walter being like, Hey, uh I have something to ask. Uh can I, I'm I'm curious to know if like maybe this girl's body like had this like incredible like serum or something going on with it. So can like you guys get her to exhume it? Uh and Peter's like, Alright, I guess I'll go ask that.
1: Um I I can try. <laughs> can try.
0: And the mom's like, she's been in this room the whole time, and they're like, Excuse me? And she points to an urn. <laughs>
2: Oh. and Walter and Peter's like yeah I need to take that I'm sorry
0: Yeah, we, we'll handle it with the utmost respect and then they get back to the lab and Walter immediately
1: eats some of the ashes <laughs> and immediately like, tastes it this isn't a corpse this is wood and concrete I would know I,
2: I know the difference between you know burnt human and burnt uh, <laughs> burnt wood
1: like what the fuck oh be... man
0: speaking of burnt well, wood Well, David, you go off your own tangent, and then I'll bring up mine. I was going to
1: say, to be fair, most of the time when you actually do get someone cremated, the ash they give you back is like 90% not even them. Like, it is just 90% wood, so.
0: Yeah. Um, I went on a walk with my girlfriend, like, shortly before recording this, and there was a dude who I'm assuming he was either burning, like, brush from his backyard or something. He was doing a horrible job of it because there was just white smoke that was spilling out, like, onto the road behind his house we walked by his house and now we have to wash all the clothes we were in because they smell like smoke
2: are you sure it wasn't just an incredible fog machine
0: no because
1: it smells like smoke (laughs) because his nose works (laughs) nick god
2: sorry sorry um a horribly working fog machine like was slowly catching on fire
0: no because it smells like wood smoke
2: made of wood charlie like you know it's a fog machine made of wood
0: (laughs) no i could see the bonfire or parts of it Uh, it was obscured because of all the fucking smoke i'm like can you not light a fire properly like Um, maybe it rained the other i don't know it made me upset
2: but i don't know so um walter comes to this realization uh and then you know gives a completely reasonable um explanation of don't worry we've been stealing from the dead for a long time Uh, That's what science does. Uh, which is, I'm assuming, why he knows this is he's done this to, like, you know, people at times. Is he's just went to the morgue and been like, hey, can I have that body? Just, like, burn some extra wood.
0: Because uh, he mentioned I mean, you know, this I is a pretty common had it on the practice show at, like, at morgues. He's like, hey, I need some cadavers. And they're like, okay, I guess we'll get some. <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah. fucking weird. And he's like, oh, I bet you the organ thief is just, like, trying to Frankenstein this girl back to life. And we see... Um, and, yep. <laughs> yeah, he he's attaching her to all these pulleys and strings, almost like she's a puppet or a <gasps> marionette. Oh, 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 a title drop. And then he makes her perform ballet
1: through we all these. We get a full minute scene of this too. Also it's horrifying, really, really shoddily. Like, dude, put some more work into your puppetry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Listen, he's not. <laughs> He's, like, a he's, not he's a he's a
1: doctor
0: he's... he's a doctor not a puppeteer damn it
1: <laughs> <laughs> look i'm sure you could do a better job than that <laughs> but it's such a he's
0: so proud of his performance that he starts crying at the end of it
1: Yep. Yeah. yeah uh
0: and yep yeah. <laughs> yeah astrid gets a call from Broyles, and she's like hey you were right someone stole the body and walter's like yeah that's actually super common people steal we bodies all this. the time it was that and cocaine which gave Mary Shelley the idea for Frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> never forget she wrote that in one night at a party while like coked out of her mind
1: yeah they all Jesus were Christ. They, you don't it's know the story Wait, it was a party where she her husband at the time I believe they got divorced later on, but she, her husband at the time, and they, a bunch of others were all writers, and they got together one evening and was like, "Okay, we're all gonna write horror, <laughs> we're all gonna write horror stories, and we're gonna come back and share."
0: And they're like, "Let's do a whole bunch of coke, and then we'll go away and write for a couple hours, and then we'll come back." And she came back having written, I think, the majority of Frankenstein. Yep. And they were like, Jesus. "This is really fucking good." <laughs> so yeah, if you have writer's block, cocaine.
1: I mean, Incorrect, hey, how do you Charlie. think Stephen King does his writing? <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> not anymore, but yeah, he used to. He's
1: full on just said that's how he wrote. <laughs>
0: like, he, he He's admitted he doesn't remember writing like 15 of his books because he was so coked out.
1: But that's God. how he got a it's, novel out, like it's, once every three months. <laughs>
0: it's crazy. Yeah, look through old Stephen King interviews talking about his drug use. It is horrifying to hear how much he Yeah, that's just do. really depressing. I <laughs> mean, he seems and... better
1: now. Yeah, so he's,
0: I think he's clean now.
1: He's clean now. Um, his wife is also a writer, though, and then his two kids are both writers. I think one of them actually is very... right. They're both writing under pseudonyms, but I think one of them actually wrote a book that hit the... um Or a series that's hit the New York bestsellers list a couple times now.
0: Is, is the pseudonym, like, Gary Bachman? And everyone's like, <laughs> who could this mystery writer be? <laughs> uh.
2: Um... Anyways though, let's let's cut back to pro- profiling scene cuz that's the next scene that happens here. Um where Olivia and Peter are um working their way through every single person that Amanda has interacted with like ever. <laughs> um at all of these um at all of these uh like therapy groups that she's been a part of. Um and Peter keeps coming up with good suggestions and Olivia's like nope, can't be them. Fuck you, Peter. You're you're terrible <laughs> at this. You you could not you would never know
0: god you stupid right sack was. of shit and we have officially hit the anger stage for olivia yeah because uh, he's like he's like why are you keep to dismissing these people out of hand and like this guy fits the profile and she's like no no no, we're looking for someone who like really really loved amanda and is trying is fighting to bring her back
1: yep and loves like, her. you should have loves her that's the main thing he loved yeah. her <laughs> <laughs>
0: Huh, Peter, you don't see any parallels to our current situation, you fucking moron. And then she backhands him. <laughs> God, I shouldn't have taken that trip through Seattle. <laughs> Why did I
2: move to Seattle for, like, a day again?
0: <laughs> but they do quickly find Roland Barrett, who was in the... He worked on animal research, so, like, a little bit of surgical knowledge. Um, but he did drop out on the same, the same group he was in with Amanda on the same day she killed herself. Uh, and we cut over confirming, and Barrett is starting to work on the reanimation. Uh, he's like hooking all yep. these diodes up to her, and he's got a big dramatic sadly, button device.
2: Sadly, there's no thunderstorm uh, through all of this.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, it probably would have helped. Yeah. Uh, but they're, they're reading through Peter and Olivia on their way to his house, and they read through, and it's, he inherited his father's chemical p- company. Uh, He was doing work on cell decay and regeneration. Yep. He Um, didn't
1: finish his uh, PhD because of mental health problems, but then quite recently he rejoined one of the fellowships or something for a project. And they're like, his work was crucial to developing this magical serum.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, also, and they were able to, uh, like, create synthetic life. Yeah, at Um, the cellular cellular level. At the cellular level. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then... uh, we we see him shock Amanda and uh, yeah she comes back for a bit but does not look okay.
2: She, she, she she's breathing. Um, she's
1: certainly breathing.
0: Yeah, it doesn't seem like lights are on. Nobody's home. Kind of kind of scenario here.
1: Yep, he does not yeah. look great.
2: <laughs> and fortunately, nothing like really weird happens here. Um, she doesn't
0: become a zombie, which would I have been a, a
2: zombie. On. I was expecting there to be some, like, not great, not great, uh, like, you know, notions
1: happening here of like, oh, I brought you back so we can be together. And (laughs) And her being
0: like, I never loved you.
1: I was full on expecting her either A, to like, wake up and go, why did you do this to me? I wanted to die, which would have broken the dude, or to just be a zombie and attack him. (laughs) (laughs) My two thoughts. They went much tamer uh, with it, to be fair. I, I, well, I think it's implied I,
0: she's in severe discomfort or pain or something because, um, like she's—I I think the- she's like looking around and he's like, "Oh my god, you're not back right." Mm-hmm um
2: well i also think that this is basically them being like hey um you you can you can bring all the parts back together but either like depending on where you want to take it from the science side of things um you know the the brain's not going to turn back on correctly again or they they still don't have the
0: soul if you
2: want to take it from a spiritual
0: side
1: i imagine they were going the spiritual route for this yeah and most likely you could
0: see her like tears are rolling down her eyes Mm -hmm. and stuff and like she doesn't seem okay and barrett's uh, the FBI is in the house now and I think he's he's trying to hide or he's trying to yeah. cover it all up and then get out and be like, hey, what's going on? But then he because runs into Olivia who has a lot of pent up rage.
2: <laughs> after after he uh, after he realizes that the abomination that he brought back uh, is not the right person. Yeah. <laughs> he sort so of realizes that they're, that they're an abomination.
1: They've been... So to talk about Fringe just as a whole when it comes to like bringing dead people back because this is something that we've seen Several times now with like John Scott, um dude who got shot through the head, like that general yeah. like echoes of people's minds. It seems like most of the time they've been pretty consistent with the electrical wavelengths in people's brains being them, essentially, because like that's what gets copied into Olivia's mind. And that's why she gets a link to John Scott was the... Like, yeah, when and it's they like
0: you have, you have that six hour window before those, those signals kind of fade out. Disappear.
1: So... It's Mm -hmm. interesting to me, then, here, that just bringing the person back, it seems, through, like, getting their organs repumping, getting the blood reworking, doesn't bring the person back? Well, no, it makes sense, because,
0: like, she's been dead far longer than than the six six hours. hours. And it's those neural pathways or whatever have decayed so much that she's just not her anymore.
2: And the other I... thing that's sort of important to note is that while they haven't been, like, preachy in, like, any sort of, like, religious sense or anything like that, we do also know that, one, Walter believes in God, and yeah. um, they, they do go a fairly, like, Christian manner uh, in some of those things. Like, they don't bring it up here or anything like that, but mm-hmm. there are Christian undertones, especially in season one
1: Well, yeah with um, relation to Walter. Walter literally and... brings a Bible with him when they're connected yes. to John Scott as the exorcism, like, yeah.
0: I also yeah. refer like they, you to they've the. They moved away from
2: that in season two and season three, I think. I mean, they well, tried was, to bring it back in well, season two, but the actress to decided to fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> well, decided to go get like married to a prince. You well, know? she did suits
1: first. <laughs> she she left for yeah. suits. But then
0: there's that entire discussion he has with uh, Robocop in White Tulip, mm-hmm. where they, about religion they,
1: and yeah. God, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, so, like, they've 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 made their stance. I, I feel like French French has made their stance on yeah, on it's like just religion. Very, and that.
1: It's very interesting to me that this is a topic that we've touched upon a lot in Fringe, and now we're hitting it at like a different angle again. And this is sort of sort of the only time we've seen that it doesn't work. It doesn't bring the person back.
0: Yeah, but yeah, I, I think internally well, I think it, other... it still makes sense. Like, if, yeah, 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 yeah. I just if he I like did that it within, they're... yeah. I like Oh, that they're, that they're continuing it?
1: They're continuing it. Like, they're fully exploring the idea, and they're showing, like, full-on, like, oh, yeah, we brought this person back, but nope, not them.
0: Yeah.
2: And I would also like to point out the one that we're forgetting of them bringing them back was um, Numbers Person, where they were, like, on the table for organ, like, trans like to become an organ donor. And then they came back to life spouting out all of those, like, nuclear secrets and things. Oh, oh right.
1: Right, right, right. right. Um, co- the girl? Uh, 30-year-old man and a 16-year-old girl. Yes. Yes.
0: Yep. <laughs> right. How how could we forget that wonderful line?
2: <laughs> yes. Uh, 17 episode. year old. Ex-
1: excuse you. Sorry, Because uh, yes, She was 17. turning 18 soon so she could hit on Peter.
0: <laughs> she gives Olivia a warning like, hey, I turn 18 in a couple months.
1: <laughs> what a terribly written episode. And Olivia's like, excuse oh, me. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> What a trash episode in comparison to this one. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but
2: yeah, so like we've, we've also had um, that part yeah. as well.
1: But I think that um, was also the explanation behind that was also electrical impulses, right? Because he had some sort yeah. of special yeah. thing done to him yeah. or something. Yeah.
2: And, and I think, yeah, I think the way that they can go about it at this point is the brain has probably deteriorated enough at this mm-hmm. point. Like yeah. it was more than six hours before he was able to get the body and do the like slow down serum. Yeah. Or anyhow, anyhow, they do a- mention
1: that the slowdown serum isn't perfect. Like it doesn't halt it 100. Yes. Yeah. So
0: it just slows it. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Olivia tackles Barrett and is like, "What the fuck did you do?" And he's like, "I was. Uh, I tried to bring her back, but it's not right. Like something went wrong. She's not her.
1: I. And- I love her, and I looked in her eyes, and I knew it wasn't her. <laughs> yeah. Because I love you're like, <laughs> her. You're like, oh, that's a stalker. Um, but broils <laughs> and, and, and Olivia's
2: like this speaks to me. <laughs> yeah, the
0: the rest of the rest of the team goes finds a, a dead Amanda down in the basement, and Walter's like, "Oh, cool! Oh. I'm I want a uh, strawberry milkshake after seeing all this emotional torture and physical torture." I, I would like
2: to point out the one the one horrifying thing that comes from this is he runs away from Amanda while she's on like an operating table. They find her on a couch.
0: Yeah, she yeah. moved.
1: Yeah, it's not great. Not yeah. good.
0: Um, Don't like it. Don't but like then, it. Yeah, and then Peter is talking to Olivia in the backyard, and Olivia's basically like, how did you not know it, was, it wasn't it was me? Which is like <laughs> the only valid question anyone has ever asked about this entire scenario.
1: Is it valid, though? Because it, it was another her from a different universe. Like... I I know, but this, like
0: you, you have to ask. Like, how did you not know? Like, we're similar, yeah, but we're not identical. How did you, you not have, know that wasn't me?
1: You have to ask, but it was like, uh, I just.
2: So so the way that this the way that this went around and the way that Olivia phrased this here, like everything that she was feeling throughout the episode was valid. The way that she phrased it here felt like a trap. Uh, is what I will say. Like there, again, I, I could no... feel myself in Peter's like like she was there and it felt like a trap there's no right answer
1: there's no right answer and i think that olivia had already made her decision and this is just her taking out her frustrations on peter at this point which i I, don't think is fair to peter like it's olivia's been through a lot of trauma and this is extremely traumatizing but like i think her decision at the end of year to essentially like she decides like i'm gonna move out like i'm gonna get rid of everything like because this was a terrible thing she's gone through is correct. And I also think not pursuing a relationship with Peter is the correct decision here. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, I think think all of that's correct. I just don't like that. She takes out her frustrations on Peter here because like, how was he supposed to know?
2: Well, okay. So the, the reason that I think that part of like why she's taking out her frustrations on Peter here as well is I'm assuming that what she was expecting was after Peter had sort of mentioned that, like, Peter has looked completely fine throughout this entire episode. Like, he's just bounced back from this. Like, yeah. he has not shown any signs of, like, oh, my God, what happened? He's like, um, whoopsie, And I think I Olivia was with... looking for, like, a little bit of that and got, like, absolutely none. Like, there was no Peter being, like, I regret all of this. Like, this was, like, terrible and I, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm reeling from this or anything. Peter's just like, it happened. Sorry.
0: Yeah. And like, to I, be fair, I, that's I think the entire point all of that <laughs> like her entire rant at the end where like there there is no right answer to how did you not know it was me but like Olivia's mental and headspace isn't looking for like she even says like yeah. oh I'm sure she gave you reasonable answers as to when she slipped up cuz she would have slipped See, up but like y- you want that person like in this incredibly hypothetical scenario like you would hope that your friends and loved ones would know that you weren't you
1: right i i get it my only problem is this is not the this is now like the second time olivia has lashed out on against someone um just very emotionally uh this be the first time being the Cortexafan thing um against walter yes
2: this is just her lashing out at a bishop again yeah. Where she's um, just
1: fully lashed out and and just, like, done. This is, I feel like the objective of this was purely to hurt Peter, essentially. Like, if you've already made the decision, you know what's best for you. Don't also then hurt Peter for no reason. And don't also, like, hurt Walter for no reason.
2: And I do think the other thing that Olivia missed a lot from this was by coming back to the other side about like a day after they'd figured out that it was like the other, that it was like, you know, they'd swapped and everything like that. Peter had a day to process, and we already saw in the previous episode, Peter processing the fact that this Olivia was not the one that he thought.
1: Also, it's um, like, the second and- <laughs> they found out, they were right on top of things. Like, <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I
0: don't know, I, like, I'm fine with her being, like, emotional and, like, Lashing out at Peter because like mm. it makes sense. I feel like I would do the same thing.
1: Oh yeah, no, it 100 yeah. percent makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. just, it's just I don't like it. Like it makes perfect sense story wise and character wise. Like I just don't like it. Like that's <laughs> that's my complaint. I just think yeah. I don't like it. Yeah.
0: And then we end the episode uh, with Walter getting his celebratory milkshake while an observer looks on and says in reference while watching Peter and Walter says he is still alive. Ooh. Ooh.
2: Who's who's he saying it about? Who knows.
0: Uh, the glyph this episode is Adapt, and I literally just talked about where the Observer was. Watch the full episode if
1: you missed it. <laughs>
2: Please stop skipping the last minute of the episode. We've had an, we've had an Observer there as a cliffhanger like four times.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right, tell me what I'm going to be angry about. This one's not bad. All right,
2: this one's, this one's, this one's fine. Um, so, David, do you, do you remember the train station from the last episode?
1: Vaguely. Good so enough.
2: at that train station, um, we get um, a seat, like a shot from the outside where like sort of like across the street from that, they had one of those um, like posters hanging up on like a, like a, like not on a signpost, but on like one of like the lights or things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know how they've got those? Um, and they have one of the classic things that you have there. Uh, they have an advertisement for the Mercy Ballet. Uh <laughs>
1: Oh, Okay. Yeah, okay. like that's a good one, right? I could, yeah, I could, I could see that for this one. Yeah. Now was it's that not... just an ad that existed, or did they actually make it?
2: No, that just it looks like an ad that they made. Okay. Uh, does not look like they just were like, hey, by the way, that's in the shot. I guess it's, <laughs> I guess it's the next episode
1: clue. <laughs> because that's certainly what it feels like sometimes. Um, but yeah, no,
2: pretty solid next episode clue this time round.
1: Cool. Um, I got one fun fact that I think Ooh. would be that you guys might like. Um, so Anna Torv submitted the following episodes for um, the Emmys for consideration uh, for, her, for um, herself, for a sounding lead actress. Uh, it's this episode, Marinette, um, Olivia, and Tondra and Bloodline. So four episodes from this season. She did not receive a single nomination.
2: How <laughs> damn that's a shame. That is that is a shame. It this was episode is sort
1: of the 63rd primetime. So let me just see what she was up against. Okay, so this was
0: 2010-2011. 63rd
1: Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. So the winner for that year was um uh uh The Good Wife. So the main character from The Good Wife. Okay, that's fair. Um, other nominees were um, Kathy Bates f- on Harry's Law. Um, Connie Britton as Tammy Taylor in Friday Night Lights. Uh, Mirella Enos as Sarah Linden in The Killing. Um, oh, God, all these names. Mariska Magdolia or Harjite as Olivia Benson from Law & Order SVU. And then finally, Elizabeth Moss as Peggy Olson on Mad Men.
2: Really funny, I've legitimately seen none of those TV yeah. shows, despite the fact I know that a bunch of them are good. I've legitimately seen none of them, I've though.
1: only <laughs> seen Mad Men, but not all of you it. You guys haven't seen Law & Order SVU? No, oh. I haven't seen much of Law & Order.
2: Haven't mm-hmm. seen that, haven't seen Friday Night Lights. Lights, haven't seen The Good Wife or anything like that. Nope. <laughs> Recognized a lot of the names.
1: But yeah, it's, she didn't even get a nomination. It's kind of that crazy. is a fucking
2: shame. I don't. I cannot comment because I have not seen the uh, performances from uh, said actresses in their respective shows. I'm sure they were also incredible. But oh my god, The did a very good job here.
1: <laughs> Joshua Jackson announced the nominations. Oh for no! five oh. time, time Emmys. Oh, that hurts even more. He was part of the. He, <laughs> there were two of them, alongside Melissa McCarthy and Joshua Jackson. Ms. Ms. <laughs>
2: that's so much more upsetting
1: i went to control f fringe to see if they won anything and that's the only reference to fringe yeah i just
0: did the exact same thing oh man that (laughs) sucks
1: wow all right that's not even like that's not even during the show that's like weeks before oh man
0: man that hurts all right fringe fringe never won an emmy it was only nominated twice Ooh, Anna White Torv Tulip, did get... White Tulip was nominated for Outstanding Sound Editing in a Series. <laughs> That's the nomination White Tulip got for the Emmys. Um,
2: God,
0: that episode was so good, though.
1: Anitov did get to present an award of the Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Miniseries or Movie. Uh, oh,
0: uh, they, did, they did. win a bunch of Saturns. Isn't uh, that which the sci-fi is sci-fi award? Yeah, so they got recognized in the sci-fi community. Uh she won Best Actress on Television. Uh John Noble won Best Supporting Actor on Television. Uh in yep. 2010. Basically a lot of them were just they won a bunch of actor ones. Mm-hmm. Um and then But Best, like
2: only in the sci fi realm. Yeah.
0: Best Network television series.
1: I would say the era Fringe came out in was an era of really good television. So it's yeah. not like competition wasn't thick for them like there were some yeah, really good no. shows going coming out during that era on primetime yeah. television like
2: it was unfortunate well as noted by the fact that fringe got pushed around in the weeks that it was being played on like it just got pushed around and like shoved into like random spots like it got like the monday time slot the friday time slot yeah because um,
1: fringe is good but like there was also some really good shows it was competing against like yeah because Men well, was just well, really it just,
0: hitting its stride then too yeah. right
2: yeah, well, I remember as well, like, Fringe, like, it, it would just get, like, it just got tossed into one of them, and I thought, I don't know if it was, like, it was, um, I think season, like, they were unsure if a season four was going to happen um, for a decent amount of Fringe So just So
1: well. just to uh, reference, just the uh, reference, the era, so 63rd Primetime Emmy Awards, the winner for Outstanding Drama was Mad Men, also up for nominees was uh, Broadwalk, Broad, Boardwalk Empire, Dexter, Friday Night Lights, Game of Thrones, and The Good White.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah. tough to get in there.
1: For comedy-wise, so just in general competing, uh, Modern Family won, but then also 30 Rock was nominated, Big Bang Theory, Glee, The Office, and Parks and Rec were all airing at the time. God damn. damn. So yeah, no, it was definitely a, a busy television world back then.
2: It was a solid era of TV. <laughs> um, mm. But yeah, uh, episode ratings, Let's let's do those now. Yeah. After talking about how Fringe got like shafted by when they were when their <laughs> show came out, um,
1: episode ratings. Um, honestly, I think this one's a four for me. Like, this the monster I... of the week Fringe element is is a little weak by itself, but the entire character interactions and everything really makes this episode.
0: Yeah, I'll give. I'll also give this a four, like four point two five, maybe. Like, I this episode doesn't need a strong monster of the week it just needs it to be able to slightly mirror the character drama going on Mm -hmm. and it does that really really well where it's like hey this Uh, dude was able to recognize that the dead woman he brought back wasn't actually her why couldn't you recognize that i wasn't me
2: yeah i i'm gonna i'm gonna give this one i'm gonna go as high as a 4.5 on this Mm -hmm. one uh i'm gonna go that high the only like the only reason i'm not giving this a five is just like yeah the monster of the week was like Kind of weak. Um, yeah. I think the like acting and how they brought back like how how they had like Olivia struggling for this entire mm-hmm. episode. I really really enjoyed it, and I thought it was really really well done.
1: This is an amazing. Uh, and if this was, oh.
2: if if this was, I was just going to say if this if this Fringe event was like like I'd say this Fringe event is probably like bottom fifty percent. And if it was like high, like if it was like in like the above like an average Fringe Fringe uh, like event that was happening, this would be a five for me.
1: I think this yeah. is an amazing epilogue to uh, essentially the first. Um, the,
0: the doppelganger arc, I guess you could call the it. The first arc here, yeah. Yeah, the first no, the story
1: season. arc here of season three. Like this serves as an amazing epilogue. It really does sort of tie on a lot of the. Um, it doesn't tie up like plot loose ends, but it ties up a lot of the emotional loose ends that our characters experience. So. Well, also yeah.
0: giving you some like brand new stuff to go through because it's like, hey, you've been building up Peter and Olivia for so mm-hmm. long and you gave it to us and then didn't. And now you yeah, have you... Olivia. Now you have Olivia saying, "I don't want to be with you anymore." You, so you that...
1: took it away from us in such well, a no. brutal manner, as yeah. well.
0: And so it keeps you interested in, like, okay, well, they've been shipping them for like three years now. How are they mm-hmm. gonna go from here? Interested to and see it's the, the second. The,
2: half of and the it's the classic again. immediate breakup after they get together in TV, because mm-hmm. that is the classic
1: thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, it it makes perfect sense why they shouldn't date each other after this, like. Really yes, shouldn't. that's that's why I, that's why yeah. I don't
2: ding them for it. Is it makes perfect sense the way that they do this? Isn't just like oh god, I'm worried about some things in this relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't want it to happen anymore. Let's, Let's go, back go back to, back to the status
1: quo. Like no, not only are they not dating, but also their relationship is broken. <laughs> like yeah, yeah and right. it will not go back to the same way it was before.
0: It actually makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Do it. Okay. Um. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode. We went a little long today. Uh, compared to the, some of our previous episodes, because of uh, tangents. tangents, and also again, it was a good episode, so we wanted to actually talk about it a lot, not rush through it, which I think is a it. It's good when the episodes are long. That means we liked what we were talking about. Um, if you liked listening to us, liking about what we <laughs> talked about, feel free Ooh. to give us a uh, like or a review or a five star rating on whatever podcasting service of uh, service you listen to us on. Uh, be that Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play. Or uh, Pandora, or um, I don't know Amazon Alexa. There's a whole bunch of them that you can be using. And hey, um, if
0: you liked us, talk to us. Talk about
1: us to your friends from a safe distance. Yeah. Yes. Six feet apart, please. Um, At least six feet. <laughs> uh, if you want to reach out to us to like let us know what you think, or if you have some like hot takes you want us to discuss, uh, feel free to reach out to us through email. Our email address is uh, forsaf at gmail.com That's F-O-U-R-S-A-F at gmail.com. Or you can also tweet us at Spell it the same way, um, I occasionally tweet stuff while editing or just randomly um, but most of the time it's pretty quiet because we don't get much user interaction If we did, I think I would tweet more but eh, that's one day One day. <laughs> one of these <laughs> Maybe. days Maybe um, Aside from that, thank you guys so much for listening outro the theme music for four seasons and a funeral is algorithms by chad crouch and is licensed under a attribution non-commercial 3.0 creative commons license